welcome back to Hormone Training. I'm Jay Daye, and we're a variety show podcast that switches topics every week. And this week, you're here for some science shit where I go solo and I talk about things that are either audience submitted or some of my favorite things. And one of the things I've been really wanting to talk about that I always kind of neglect because my knowledge on it is a little obscure. And I had to do a lot of research, so I'm not saying that the reason why this episode's late is because I had to do a lot of research. I did put it off, but I think the reason why it's super duper late is just because I took me a really long time to take these concepts and try to make it make sense. And I think I'm just going to split this up into just like a little biology type series thing. You know, I did my little star series. I did my little electricity series. And I kind of wanted to do another like biology one because we're going to talk about DNA. And I know that DNA is something that you all know you have it. I mean, we all know. Everyone knows 23andMe, right? Fucking DNA testing, bitch. But do you know why it's called 23andMe? It's because there's 23 chromosomes. But I'm going to actually go through all of those things for you. Um, But through the series, I think I definitely want to talk about like how like a baby is born because I mean, like, I think we talked about meiosis, mitosis back in the day, but I kind of want to talk about just like the way that DNA kind of splits itself up and even some of the concepts that I cover in this episode, I'm not going to go too in depth with because they all require their own episode, bitch. Like, like I, I will talk about it as I'm going through the episode, but it's just a lot of things that I wanted to talk about and I had to think about how do I narrow it down and create a very simple, dimple explanation of what DNA is. So this one, this episode is just going to be, what does the word mean? What actually is it? What is it made out of? Why is it important? And where does it live? Bitch, DNA has to stay somewhere. And why it's really important that we know these things. And why it's important for us to care. <laughs> because DNA be doing a lot for us. And I think we don't really realize how much our body is really working every day to keep us alive. And I kind of wanted to take it down to a micro scale so you can really understand what's going on in your body skin and your bones and your brain everywhere except your blood but i'll get into that so just listen to a commercial and then we'll jump into the episode okay ladies and germs let me explain what the is dna so all plants all animals fungus dinosaurs bacteria have dna Even some viruses have DNA, bitch, like a virus. Like what? It's pretty much the basis of all life, you know? Think of DNA as the instructions to how to build you. They're unique to every single person, unless you're an identical twin. Then you're just a copy, which is like, what kind of life is that? Am I right? Just kidding. Shout out to the identical twins. I wish I had one, but I don't. So DNA obviously stands for something. It means deoxyribose nucleic acid. It's a big mouthful. But pretty much what that all means is that's the name of the molecule. And if you remember from past episodes, a molecule is just a bunch of atoms all stuck together. Atoms are the letters and the sentences are the molecules. And DNA is a sentence called deoxy ribose nucleic acid pretty i mean it's not that hard to remember i guess i guess i always forget it but 
I'm going to try to simplify this as much as possible, and I'll reiterate this later on in the episode, but DNA is made up of five atoms, hydrogen, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, and phosphorus. It's basically just telling you the order of the atoms. The D, it means deoxyribose, which is just a type of sugar, and then the Na stands for nucleic acid, which is just another biomolecule. Just like when you talk about water, H2O, that means there's two hydrogen, H2, and then there's one oxygen, O. DNA just tells you the order of those molecules. And I'm sure you've all seen the diagrams and the pictures of DNA, how it looks like a double helix or like a, like a stair, like twisted up stairs. Um, there is a DNA strand in every single cell of your body. And there are over 100 trillion cells in the human body. So bitch, there's a lot of DNA in your body. Yet, we see this picture of a double helix being like what a DNA looks like. And to the most part, it does look like that. But it's not completely accurate to reflect the complex shapes that the molecule adopts in real life. You know, like DNA moves, bitch. Like it unfolds. It fucking, it, it, it changes shapes, you know. These are all things that happen. It's not just a very normal, just stick of fucking stairs, you know. Because these very long strands, if you were to take a DNA strand and stretch it out completely, it would be about six feet long. So DNA has to pack itself into every cell in your body from six feet. So it obviously has to twirl around on itself, coil up and coil up even more and coil up even more than that. And then that's kind of where you get something that's called a chromosome. And I was talking about 23andMe. And the reason why it's called 23andMe is because there's 23 chromosomes in the human body. So those chromosomes are just, it's just DNA. It's just packed up even tighter than that. But these little tight chromosomes, they the little tied up, locked up DNA, they live in your cell's nucleus. So every cell, imagine like a circle with a little circle in the middle. That's kind of what a nucleus is. It's just the inner part of the cell, which is gonna be a future episode because bitch we're gonna be talking about the mitochondria which mitochondria also has dna but that's a whole nother that's a whole another episode but anyway yeah there are 23 chromosomes there are 23 pairs of chromosomes meaning there are a total of 46 altogether 22 of these little pairs of dna we share 100% between all males and females and in between and then the other two is what makes up usually the difference between males and females, which you've heard of as XX or XY. But of course, not everything is black and white when it comes to sex. It's not straightforward. And scientists have shown that there are more than two sexes found in humans. But I'm not going to get into that because, bitch, we're not talking about sex right now. I think that that'll be a later, later episode because the sex chromosomes are actually the ones that hold the most DNA. So I definitely want to get into that later, but just letting you know, life's not that binary. Okay, hoes? Anyways, I'm sure that you've seen a picture of a chromosome. It looks like an XX. I mean, I just said it right now, XX and XY. That just represents the pair of chromosomes, but they don't actually look like Xs, like, like at all. They're just DNA strands that are all packed into tight, tight coils. Um, they look like little blobs of fucking twisted up braids. It's pretty cool. Like the DNA, it like twists itself up so many times. It's like, you know, imagine a hairstyle of like you braid your hair 
you do all little braids. You know, you do little micro braids everywhere, and then you braid those braids into braids, and then you braid that into a bigger braid. Then you take that braid and then you roll it up into a fucking updo. That's how much our hair is like. I mean, our hair, our DNA is coiled up in these little structures. And like I mentioned before, the DNA is instructions on how to build specifically you. And our cells need those instructions in order to keep you alive. You know, our cells are, think of them as little factories that make proteins for our bodies. Okay. These cells need to create these proteins in order to keep us alive. And, you know, it's really interesting. I mentioned it in the opening, but with all the crazy stuff that's happening nowadays, we really forget how much our bodies are really here working for us. You know what I mean? We're out here hating ourselves, comparing ourselves to unrealistic standards, starving ourselves, overeating ourselves, just, just not really thinking about how much our body is really doing so much to make sure that we're alive, bitch. Like day in, day out, 24-7, 365 days a week, like this bitch never fucking stops, you know? And I think that's really interesting. You know, we think about the heart, right? Your brain, your lungs, but like there are things happening even smaller than that that are making sure your lungs and your heart beat. Anyway, proteins are responsible for every task in our cells that make sure that they function. And this could mean creating enzymes that is a catalyst for chemical reactions. And we need chemical reactions to happen in our body because energy is needed to form bonds between atoms and the energy is released when the bonds are broken. So cells use chemical energy for these type of activities, right? So we have to break up these molecules, these sentences into letters because we need to make new sentences out of them. And that takes energy and a chemical reaction, which is what our DNA tells our cells to do, bitch. They're saying, do this. They also provide structural support for the cells. Like, bitch, if you lose the support of your cells, they die. Like, when you use soap or hand sanitizers, it's disrupting the cell structure of the germ, and it's killing it. That's, like, why they die, and we don't want that. They regulate the passage of substances across the cell membrane. Like, bitch, next, epi next science episode, I'm going to be talking about the mitochondria. But, ho, we make food in our cells, and we need to transfer that. So that's kind of what that helps regulate. The DNA protects against disease, ho, and it coordinates cell signaling pathways. What this means is that this helps our cells respond to changes in the immediate environment. So cells must be able to receive and process signals that originate outside of their borders. Individual cells often receive a lot of signals, so they have to figure out what information they want to receive and create a plan around that. So it's very important that the DNA is doing its job in order for all these things to take place. So a really good example that I like to use is that, you know, almost every cell in our body has DNA except for our blood cells. But it's really cool because our DNA makes something called, makes a protein called hemoglobin. That's usually found in our red blood cells. So the function of that protein hemoglobin in our blood is to capture options oxygen from our respiratory organs aka our lungs and carry that oxygen to the rest of the body and it's very important that your dna gives the right instructions for the cell to make that protein because without it if it's not the perfect shape it won't work and you won't be able to transfer oxygen through your blood and you could die 
So even the slightest error in like making this protein could not work. So dude, our cells are doing that every day, all the time in the fucking billions and trillions of fucking blood cells we get every day. So I think that's, that's really cool. And quickly, I'm just going to talk about how do you read these instructions because we can sequence the human DNA. That's how we get 23andMe. That's how you can do paternity tests because we're able to take these little helixes and unravel them and compare them to other people, whether it be a database through the world, which could be 23andMe, or it could be a a paternity test. You get the mom and the dad, the little swabby swabby, compare that with the baby, see how many things compare, but voila, you get the lie detector test determines that's your fucking baby, bitch. Like, well, I don't know. What is it? I don't know what Maury says exactly, but let me tell you, that bitch made a living off paternity tests. So if you want a good example of fucking DNA, watch Maury. But anyway, so you can read this very simply because it just contains four letters and that's it. Um, DNA is, um, if we're going to use the twisted upstairs helix type of example, because it's all that we know, each little step that's on the stairs is called a base pair because the base is made up of four letters, A, T, C, G. And each one of those letters pairs with each other. A always pairs with T and G always pairs with C. And that's it. It's always A-T-C-G. That's literally it. And then the backbone, the little helix part, the back part of the stair, is just a sugar phosphate group. That's it. That's literally it. And if we wanted to get technical, you know, the four bases that I just said, A-T-C-G, is adenine, cytosine, guanine, and thymine. And that's it. I mean, you can make it complicated by using the words, but it's just A-T-C-G. GC, that's it. It's literally it. A only pairs with T and C only pairs with G. That's literally it. And I know it may be kind of confusing when I start talking about base pairs and all this stuff, but just like I said in the beginning, or like when I say sugar phosphate group, I know it's very like kind of like, uh, what are you saying? Just know that all DNA is just made up of five basic elements. That's it. That's literally five. Cinco. Hydrogen, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, and phosphorus. That's it. That's literally it. So just our DNA is just those five letters making up a long ass fucking sentence. And that sentence spells you, bitch. That's it. You know, and I try to make it very simple and I hope that I tried to explain it as best as I can. Um, This was a very complicated episode for me because I really wanted to understand what I was talking about, and I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of it. It's kind of flooding back a little bit what I learned in school, and I just kind of wonder, like, bitch, why don't I, like, enjoy learning like this at school? I remember I I would see this stuff and would get so scared and, like, all this stuff, and now I, like, read it, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That's what that means. Oh, okay. And, you know, I hope that these science episodes, if you're listening passively, learn anything, don't learn anything, I don't know, but I hope that they help just invigorate your knowledge of science because you know dna is like really important bitch like we since we've been able to sequence the human dna you know we've been able to do these paternity tests that's why you're able to have those fun little tests to tell you that you're five percent african ten percent fucking irish and all that shit that's because of dna but there's a lot that we don't understand about dna you know 
there are things called like gene editing where you can like cut out parts of your DNA and replace it with other stuff because DNA holds diseases, bitch. And you could spread a disease to your kid. So what if you can get rid of that? You know, but there's still a lot that we don't know, right? Like one thing that I found really interesting in my research was that I was saying that the DNA kind of gives instructions on how the body can build itself, but only about one, one, uno, one, un. I don't know how to say one in any other language, but 1% of our DNA that is used to make stuff. The other 99% is just there. It's called non-coding DNA. And, you know, scientists used to call it, like, junk, which is just, like, we can't just have junk. We could. I mean, we probably could do. Our body doesn't make sense sometimes. But to think that we have 99% of our DNA is just hanging out there and just people are considering it junk, that's insane. Like, it has to have a purpose. And I'm kind of excited because within our lifetime, we're going to figure it out, dude. Like, science has evolved so fast, you know, um, and... It might be scary, but also it's kind of, like, not scary. Like, I don't know. I kind of embrace, like, you know, all this stuff. Because, like, even with gene editing, people are like, oh, you're playing God and all this stuff. And it's like, since when do we all be bringing God into the conversation, bitch? Like, what is going on? I don't know, dude. I just feel like when people be bringing out this God thing, it's kind of just like, bro, like, I don't know. I think the natural progression to life, and if you do believe in God, I think God give us the knowledge to get better. And, like, if we can build computers that can help heal people and fix diseases and, you know, there's not, like, any negative side effects or things like that, then, like, I'm open to see what that research does. And I'm not going to hide behind some, like, oh, well, it's not natural. It's like, well, bitch, let me tell you, a lot of things that we have are not natural. Bitch, plastic is not natural. So let's talk about that. All right? While you listen to this on your iPod, your iPhone, your computer, that's plastic. So then God doesn't like that. You know, I always think it's funny when you see on Facebook, like, like, share this for like 10 prayers, like God is watching. I was like, dude, who is God? If God really hates anything that's unnatural, he's going to be looking at you like, why are you on that blasphemous fucking plastic fucking bullshit? I don't know God though, but I mean, if he's cool, hey, and if not, like I leave my will up to the universe. But anyway, that was a little tangent on its own. Have fun, enjoy your life, or fun. Thank you.